Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's leader was a revered 17th century queen of the Ndongo and Matamba kingdoms of the Central African coast. Remembered for her incredible political acumen and skill at military strategy, she spent decades bravely resisting Portuguese colonizers and fighting the slave trade that threatened her people. Let's talk about Queen Anna Nzinga. Anna was born around 1583 in what is today the country of Angola. Her father was the ruler of the Ndongo Kingdom. Little is known about the details of Anna's young life, but we do know that the year she was born, her father began to challenge the Portuguese colonizers, who had been raiding his territory and kidnapping his subjects to sell into slavery. Demand for slaves in the New World was increasing year over year, especially in Brazil. So this had become a very lucrative business for Portugal. Anna's father was eventually deposed by his son and Anna's brother, Mbandi, who some sources record as being a chaotic and cruel ruler. In 1621, after decades of skirmishes and fighting, the Portuguese invited Mbandi to a peace conference to finally end the hostilities. Rather than attend himself, Mbandi sent Anna to act as his representative. Well known for her savvy political skills, she was the perfect person for the job. In a famous anecdote, when Anna showed up for the summit at the home of the Portuguese governor, the Portuguese had apparently set up only one chair in the meeting room. Rather than being forced to stand during the negotiations and thus appear to be the inferior party, Anna had one of her male servants get down on his hands and knees to serve as her chair. The negotiations were successful, leading to a period of peace with serious limits imposed on any slave raiding operations in Ndongo. To seal the deal, Anna converted to Christianity. She took the Portuguese governor and his wife as her godparents and changed her name to Donna Anna de Sousa. Unfortunately, the peace was short-lived. Just a few years later, the Portuguese once again resumed their aggressive behavior toward the Ndongo people. In 1626, Mbandi died and Anna became the queen. Some sources claim that Mbandi committed suicide due to the Portuguese presence in his kingdom. Others say that Anna murdered her brother. It's unclear what really happened. That same year, the Portuguese increased their pressure on Anna by hiring another regional tribe to join the fight against the Ndongo kingdom. Realizing that she had no capacity to beat the Portuguese without moving to a stronger position, Anna and her people fled to the west. There, she founded the new kingdom of Matamba. From their new home, Anna and her people fought the Portuguese pretty much continuously for another couple of decades. To bolster their military power, they adopted a form of social organization called Quilombo, in which children renounced family ties and instead grew up in communal militias. Matamba also served as a sanctuary for runaway slaves and African soldiers who'd been forced into Portuguese military service. A true savant at power politics, Anna exploited rivalries between Portugal and other European powers, eventually forming an alliance with Portugal's greatest rival, the Dutch. In 1641, a combined Matamba and Dutch military force managed to kick the Portuguese out of the region. It was a major victory. But just one year later, the Portuguese returned and took back their territory, 
pushing the Dutch out of Angola entirely. After that massive blow, Anna changed her focus from continuing to fight the Portuguese to making Matamba a major trading capital. Because of its geographic location, Matamba was perfectly suited to act as a gateway to the Central African interior. Anna spent the subsequent 20 years building up the power and status of Matamba with great success. By the time of her death in 1663, Matamba was considered a formidable commercial state that was set to deal with European powers, including the Portuguese, on equal footing. This episode of Encyclopedia Womanica is brought to you by HoneyBook. When I first started Wonder Media Network, I was so excited to be able to spend my time working on projects I felt passionate about. I had no idea how much time drafting proposals, creating contracts, and chasing down payments would take. The good news is that HoneyBook can help with all those tedious tasks, so you can get back to doing what you love. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. It's great for freelancers, entrepreneurs, or small business owners who want to consolidate services they already use, like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, and MailChimp. Right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off when you visit tryhoneybook.com encyclopedia. Payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to tryhoneybook.com encyclopedia for 50% off your first year. That's tryhoneybook.com slash encyclopedia. Check it out. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another leader. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.